listening to Over the Oxer podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. I want to chat today a little bit about the mind-body connection because it's so important obviously to us as riders because we want them to work together so that what's happening in the physical world and what we're doing physically has the best impact because it's backed up by our mental and emotional state being the best it can be. So I want to talk about some topics that we've already chatted about, such as grounding, hakalau or peripheral vision. And I want to just add a couple of other things that we can do just to start to build on that mind-body connection so that we're putting that mind part into our riding, the part that most people forget and the part that also is often the difference that makes the difference. The first thing I'm going to talk about then is the grounding. So because we all live really busy, hectic lifestyles these days, Often our minds are busy and hectic and chaotic with thoughts and we get our horses out of the field or out of the stable and we get on and we get ready and it's all done a little bit frenetically, it's all a bit hectic. So if we can ground, almost bring ourselves into horse world and horse thinking and horse time, when we can ground ourselves we just start to dissipate that incredible busyness that becomes a normality to us. And we forget that that's not really the way human minds were designed anyway. So there's a whole episode on grounding. If you haven't listened to that and you're interested in some more details, then have a listen to that one. Here I'm just going to say, Grounding yourself may simply be standing in the stable or sitting in your car and simply allowing that busyness to dissolve. And however you want to do that, it may be just taking a few deep breaths, it may be having some kind of visual in your head, it may be, for instance, thinking about your feet being magnetised and being pulled towards the earth. And you just feel that, that you're physically being pulled and you feel more grounded, you feel more earthed. However you do it, in that simple moment, ensure that you're grounded first of all. Because if you're not grounded and your mind is overly stressed, then you can't learn, you can't think straight because the amygdala, those emotional centers of the brain, maybe some of the anxiety is starting to drop, then we can start to think about riding and think about it as a learning exercise. The next thing to think about in the mind-body connection is to use hakalau or peripheral vision. So again, there's a whole episode on hakalau, which you may want to refer back to. 
But here I'm just going to say it's a wide peripheral vision. Um, and this is very, very calming. If you're not feeling calmed by going into peripheral vision, it's possibly because your vision isn't yet wide enough. So take a few moments after you've grounded to just get yourself into a lovely wide peripheral vision. So at this point, you, you're not even on the horse and you've done this little bit of preparation that's taken a couple of minutes max. And the peripheral vision helps us to learn, helps us to recall. So it brings back muscle memory. It brings back memory of more intellectual style ideas. It helps us to act in the moment rather than being in the future, which is what we, we often do as riders. We're often thinking about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we're not really necessarily too bothered about what we're doing right at the moment. And we almost need to have that duality where we have a focus on what's happening right now and how we might be compensating for it, moving the horse and so on. And also with half a mind on the next movement. So we're adding to the preparation. So peripheral vision, Hakalau is an excellent way to have those resources at your fingertips. So now you're probably feeling reasonably relaxed. There may be a little bit of anxiety or self-doubt. And you can allow those thoughts into your head and straight out again without paying them any attention. So when we pay attention to the thoughts, that's when we get into bother. So thinking about thoughts is simply just a load of electrical connections in our heads, in our bodies, and just allowing them in and out because thoughts are simply stories that we tell ourselves. They're not true. They're lies. And then the use of the breath. I haven't talked about breathing um, in any great detail at the moment, but use an exercise that you find works for you. And there are a lot out there on the internet. So box breathing is one of the big ones. But why don't you have a go at something called laddering? This is quite a nice breathing technique and you imagine a ladder or a staircase, however you want to see it in your mind, and you imagine that as you breathe in, you take yourself up to the first rung or the first step and as you breathe out, you go back down to ground level. On your second breath, you breathe in a little bit more because you want the breath to go up to the second step and then exhale it all back down to ground level. Third breath and so on. You're going up to the third step, fourth to the fourth step and so on and so forth. And it gives your mind something to do, something active. So your conscious mind has got a job to do. It's got to think about this visualization. It could think about a kind of light or a slider lighting up the first step and then maybe the lights go out as you breathe out and then the lights go on 
maybe like little runway lights one by one by one up to the second step and then out and out and out as they come down to the ground level. That's quite a nice breathing technique because you're progressively slowing the breathing, progressively getting deeper breathing and getting your conscious mind out of the way. So getting some of the self-talk out of the way, you're just in your own little space. So it's very relaxing to do that kind of breathing in preparation. Then we want to think about intent. And we want to think about what do we want to do and have it in our minds before we get on the horse. What is today's session all about? Is it about feeling calm and confident in yourself? Is it your horse feeling calm and confident? Is it about being able to do a certain movement or jump a certain jump? Is it about hacking down the lane and enjoying it? We need to have some form of intent and just be mindful of where your focus is within that intent. So for instance, if you were jumping, your intent should be, hopefully, to get over the jump. So your focus is on the other side of the jump. That's where you're thinking rather than thinking, oh my God, I'm on an approach. I hope my horse goes over this. (laughs) <laughs> your your intention is always to get over it and your focus is on the other side. So just be mindful, where is your focus? Is your focus on something that really isn't helpful to you? And um, where's your intent and how strong is that intent? And obviously the intent becomes stronger and stronger as you focus more and more on the positive and successful completion of your ride. The next thing that I'd like to talk about is centering yourself. And like all of these, you can practice off the horse and then you can come back and do it bit by bit, building up one by one whilst you're on the horse. So centering yourself. Now in NLP, in the coach training that I run, then when we center ourselves there, we're kind of centering ourselves to be a coach. We're getting rid of the busyness. We are putting our attention into different places in our body. We are feeling centered and aligned. And when we do that, we imagine that the center of us is just below the diaphragm. And that gives us that that feeling that we're kind of anchored in place. It's a very strong feeling. If you've ever done any yoga poses, those ones that make you feel very balanced, very strong, very stable, it's that kind of feeling. If you look, however, at something like centered riding, which is a a riding discipline that obviously centers on centering, then they place their attention inside their pelvis. So it's if you imagine your pelvis like a bowl, then it's right in the centre of the bowl. So it doesn't really matter which you use, it just has to work for you. You may find it easier to have your centre in your pelvis or, as I say, under your diaphragm in your solar plexus. 
So I've been playing around with this a little bit and I think with my riding, it's quite nice to have that centre a little bit lower than I would perhaps for NLP coaching. So I push it down into my pelvis. And I've also been experimenting quite a bit with breathing into that centre as well. So imagining that the breath starts in the centre of the pelvis and that's where I send the breath as well as I breathe in. So it's in and out. So it's quite deep breathing. And that again gives me the feeling that I'm anchoring deeper and deeper into the saddle. So if you imagine now, wherever your centre might be, if you imagine that your mind has been translocated to your centre. So this helps with thinking about your directions and your intent. If you imagine then that your mind is now temporarily in your centre and this is where the instructions are coming from. This is where your intent is coming from. So when you think back to what your intent for your ride was, can you move it, think about it, imagine it in your centre? And for me, that strengthens the intent. It makes me feel as though that intent has somehow has got fortified. So I challenge you to have a little bit of a play around with this. Think about your intent. Think about placing it in your mind, which is in your centre. See if breathing into that centre also heightens the intent. So that's quite a lot to work on it all at once. So I don't suggest that you do it all at once. That maybe you see how the grounding helps you or the peripheral vision, the hakalau. How about centering yourself, having that intent and the breathing and just building it up one by one by one. First of all, prior to riding, or even when you're away from the yard so you can really fully concentrate and you can be aware of the sensations and the differences and then build it up really slowly. Maybe do one of these for a whole week and then do another one and then see if you can put the two together and building it up to just see how this changes, how you think, how you ride and the accuracy of your ride as well. Let me know how you get on and I will see you all again very soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.